Hello and welcome to Women Own Wealth episode four. We are doing a four-part series on investing and this is part three, talking investment allocation. So we've spent the last two episodes talking about different types of accounts, types such as Roth IRAs, IRAs, 401ks, non-qualified accounts, etc. Uh, while also touching on what kind of investments that you can invest in within those accounts. So whether you've listened to those episodes or not, that's okay. Uh, I hope that you'll find our discussion today on asset allocation helpful as well. So when we hear of asset allocation, maybe some of these things come to mind, right? I hear my wealth advisor talk about asset allocation and what am I even allocated in? What level of risk am I taking in my current asset allocation? Is asset allocation something I need to do or is it something my advisor does for me? Uh, do I use the same asset allocation for all types of accounts that I have? And what the heck is asset allocation? So we're going to touch on these questions and hopefully we get an understanding as I talk through these next points. So let's start here. What is asset allocation? It's a strategy that, in, that investors use to, in hopes, balance the risk and reward by dividing up a portfolio's assets according to your goals, taking into consideration risk and time horizon, okay? So to put this into layman's terms, uh, we can best describe it this way. Okay, some people say, don't put all your eggs in one basket, right? Well, asset allocation is a way not to have all your eggs in one basket. Rather, divide your eggs into different baskets that are made up of different asset classes and investment types, okay? Just a side note, when I talk about asset classes, I'm talking about a grouping of investments that exhibit similar characteristics that are subject to the same laws and regulations. So for instance, there are five main asset classes, equities, fixed income, cash, real estate, and commodities. Okay, I heard a description lately that I really like that'll help us uh, gain a better understanding of the different asset classes. Uh, let's start with stocks, okay? Stocks act as the engine, giving your portfolio power and forward momentum. Bonds are akin to shocks, so absorbing impact and smoothing out the bumps. And cash is are like the brakes, the thing that you use when you need to slow down or stop entirely. The other two asset classes, real estate and commodities, those are rather new asset classes and uh, provide a little bit more diversification and uh, potentially have a negative correlation with the other asset classes as well. Okay, so now that we know what the asset uh, classes are, Let's move on, okay? Now, what does asset allocation look like? So when you implement asset allocation, you're spreading your dollars across different investments. Visually, let's think about a pie, okay? This pie represents 100%. Within that pie, we divvy it up into smaller percentages. Say, we have 60% in the equity asset class, which is then further divvied up into different kinds of equities, such as large cap, small cap, international, emerging markets, which we touched on in the past episode a little bit. Then we have 30% in the fixed income asset class, which is divvied up even further into corporate bonds, U.S. government bonds, high yield bonds, etc. Then say we have 5% of that pie in real estate asset class. Uh, and that can be further divvied up into commercial real estate, hotels, and so on. Okay, then the last five, we're just going to put that into the cash asset class, okay? 
Uh, we're not using commodity asset class in this example. But to summarize, we've divvied up that entire 100% pie into four out of the five asset classes. Those four asset classes have individual investments within them that have similar characteristics, okay? So why do we use asset allocation and what's the point? Well, asset allocation is important because it provides investors with diversification. Diversification is what you get when you divvy up that pie that we talked about into different asset classes. By investing in different asset classes, an investor may guard against market volatility and gain flexibility, especially when liquidating investments to generate cash, for example. Uh, for instance, stocks and bonds historically move in opposite directions. That's negatively correlated. Uh, if the stock market is down, an investor who needs cash can sell their bonds, which potentially are not down because they are negatively correlated or act oppositely, right? So allowing that stock market time to rebound before touching their stocks. Another reason why we use asset allocation and why it's important is because we use it to reach our goals. Okay, For example, thinking of a couple heading into retirement where they need to start taking uh, money from their portfolio to supplement their income, their asset allocation goal is much different than someone who says in their 40s, working, accumulating their wealth, and has a steady income. The retired folks, for example, have potentially more of a conservative asset allocation with more in the fixed income asset class as compared to the 40-year-olds who are more aggressive asset allocation, which potentially have more equity asset class uh, taking up more of that pie. So obviously, both scenarios have different risk associated with their portfolios as well, or excuse me, as well. Uh, and we're going to dive into a little bit about risk uh, into this next section here. So what are three key items to consider when choosing your asset allocation? Let's start here with number one, your goals. And I find this really important in client conversations is to get down into what are your goals. And this is a very broad term and sometimes really hard for clients to, uh, to answer. But as we just discussed in the last example, uh, the people in their 40s accumulating wealth and just kind of chugging along may have a different goal than those entering into the retirement phase. You may also have a goal for a large purchase. So say you want to buy your second home in you know, 10, 15 years. Well, that's really helpful to, uh, to know that because then we can formulate an asset allocation that will help you reach that goal. Uh, defining a goal is really important uh, if you're investing yourself or uh, to help your wealth advisor understand what you're looking for uh, so we can better you know, understand you and find the best way to reach that goal. Okay, the second uh, thing to consider is your age. Okay, so this ties in with your goal, but uh, one thing to think about when choosing an asset allocation is how old you are, okay? Uh, when you're thinking of your goal, you'll most likely consider your age and how long it will take to reach that goal. Okay, this also holds true for saving for your children's college, for example. Uh, I have a two and a three-year-old, and in this instance, I have 15, practically 18 years before my kids are going to college. Therefore, I'm going to weigh my pie more on the equities side 
than the fixed income because I have a long goal and the children have more time until they reach that goal. Uh, for a retired couple, for example, in their 60s, the years that they have based on their age, say they're in their 60s, right? Uh, the age that they have and the time that they have until they reach that goal are less, okay? So their asset allocation most likely will reflect that. Now, the third thing to consider is your risk, okay? Uh, one thing to note here, risk is necessary for reward, okay? But taking on more risk than you can handle can lead to emotional decisions that can derail your financial plan and uh, potentially uh, derail reaching your goal. And I do see this a lot, especially in volatile markets where people do make volatile and emotional decisions because um, their asset allocation maybe wasn't right for where they were at, okay? Therefore, it's very important to take a risk questionnaire or have your wealth advisor talk to you uh, about your risk tolerance so you get a good understanding as to where you're at. Uh, there's a lot of self uh, risk questionnaires online, and you should probably take them when you enter into your 401k as well to get a good understanding of, of the level of risk that you're willing to take. Uh, now remember, when you think about your risks, you also have to keep in mind your goals and your age. Okay, One account may be different and have a different goal than a different account. So make sure to communicate this with your partner or your wealth advisor uh, when discussing your goals because your asset allocation will reflect different, differently upon each account. Okay, now I think we have a good understanding of what asset allocation is. I hope you're now able to take a look at your portfolio and that pie that we talked about and uh, assess each account that you have. I think now we have a good understanding of what asset allocation is. I hope you're now able to take a look at your portfolio and the pie associated with each account and see what your asset allocation looks like. Also, if you need to make any adjustments. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the fourth episode of Women Own Wealth, and we'll see you next time for uh, part four of our investing series and looking at how to get started. Okay, thank you and have a great day and go out and own your wealth.